another episode of the Criterion Cult. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. We got the demon, Diego Diaz. What's up? Mondo Arvizu. Nacho Kung Fu Vielma. Nacho Ooh, Lantern. Kung Fu, baby. It's Nacho Lantern. You can say Kung Fu oh, you want. Oh, for October. You up, man. For it's October. Kung Fu. It's October, man. This is Halloween time. That's why we got our spooky episodes going on. Don't you understand? Yes, and today, it is Nacho's turn. He's bringing some heat. Um, we've some already got violence. some gore. Some yeah. violence, violence for Some sure. torture. Hell yeah. All of that. We, fuck, got, fuck the we went through fun Diego. Last week. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we went through Diego. We went through Mondo's picks. Go check out those episodes if you can. Um, if you don't know what we do here on the Criterion Cult, uh, what we do is we watch a film from the Criterion Collection, and then every episode, each one of us brings a film that we believe should be a part of that collection, the Criterion Cult. Let's us know that they agree, that we're always right, and then they do what we tell them to do, because that's how this works. Yep. So, Nacho, what are we talking about today? Yes, sir. Just wanted to say real quick, Mondo, I loved your film picks last week. I'm messing around Thank about you. the family stuff. Um, I mean, but yeah, I got to bring the violence today. Coming from so, the only family guy here. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, really? The only man with a family came with the neo-Nazi violence. Shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be violent today. Um, so first, uh, the film that's part of the Criterion Collection already is Funny Games by Michael Hanky Panky. Um, and then Mikael Haneke. And the movie Mikael, I'm bringing. He's playing, and it's, he's playing some Hanky Panky in this movie. Oh, he is. And it's second movie that we're talking about him uh, yeah. in this yeah. pod. First time. Um, yeah. but first time that we've brought a Mr. director Hankey. back second time around which we're gonna obviously end up doing that second a lot, round hopefully. of a director yeah. Yeah. yeah he's worth it and yeah. then the movie i'm bringing to the chopping block is green room by jeremy saulnier yes, yes. Yeah. so explain uh, to us about funny games yes sir so funny games um movie again by michael hank hanky panky came out in 97 it's a movie about two violent young men who take a mother, father, and son hostage in their vacation home and force them to <laughs> play sadistic games with one another for their own amusement. And that sounds like hanky-panky to me. Hanky-panky. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. That should, again, um, there should be some sort of quotes from us every podcast, and that should that should be your quote. On the Funny Games Blu-ray, it should say, Michael Hanky-panky. <laughs> and then it just says Nacho. <laughs> Michael Hanky Panky plays games. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Funny games. <laughs> so who's in this? Uh, like, just give us the general. Yeah, cast. sir. Uh, These names are very sir. difficult to pronounce. Sir Jordan. Um, no, yeah, um, no, no. So, you, you, you can refer to me as sir. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in this movie, uh, four main people. Uh, Anna is played by Susan Lothar. George as Ulrich Muhi. Paul by Arno Frisch. And Peter by Frank Gearing. And then little Georgie is Stefan Klapzinski. There it is. Yes. I sir, believe whatever. Is how, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we are uncultured. We're doing uh, our best here. Latin boys. It's hard to say these names. We're trying. But, We're doing our best but yeah. here. So that's the cast. I mean, you none of you probably know who those people are. But if you've seen this yeah, film. Yeah, kind of weird. Uh, none of them really broke it out into American film. Well, I know the guy who plays the dad, the Ulrich, uh, Ulrich Muhi, Muhe. I don't I really don't yeah. know how to say that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ulrich. he was, <laughs> he was, yeah, Ulrich. He was in, <laughs> I, yeah, I said in every like other type of accent, Muhe. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was in The Lives of Others, which is like a really big, uh, it was like Oscar nominated. It's like one of those German films that broke out to like. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's like, uh, he was in that. I know that that's how I know who he was okay. Uh, okay. from that movie. Uh. But everyone else, yeah, no, I don't. I've never really seen them in anything. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't watch a bunch of Austrian films. But 
I might start because they seem pretty sadistic. Uh, I mean, it <laughs> yeah, seems like no, uh, Haneke, Haneke Panky likes to make you uncomfortable. He likes yeah. to put you in, you know, these these situations as a viewer where you're just like, oh, do am, am I enjoying what I'm watching? Is Should this you be like, watching this? Yes. Is this like a comfortable experience? He definitely yeah. gets the uh, audience involved in his films, yes, whether it's yes. by questioning and or feeling or, something. Or even just breaking the fourth that wall. Fourth especially wall. In this, yeah. this film does it, yeah more than so than any other film i've seen right yeah because his stuff is mostly just um as a viewer he he trying to like his films um force you to really pay attention and yeah. really do and here yeah. you're paying attention and it's really not because he's forcing you it's because you sort of he knows that you're a sicko and you want to watch a bunch of <laughs> violence that's mainly the, you're definitely intrigued yeah. and want to see just how things pan out yeah it's like yeah. driving through the whole cliche or saying of driving through a car accident you're gonna look you know you want although you're uh, like oh my god yeah, what happened you're so still true. like oh my god which right, people right. please stop just keep going yeah You've please. Got nothing there's no reason yeah, half the traffic is that is people then, like slowing down and watching yeah it. Like, but yeah. you know i say that for this but i don't say it for watching this movie i oh, don't god, say no. speed up i say slow down yeah. and pay attention to this horror yes and and follow through with it because that's what i what i think is one of the best things about this film is like it's just like uh the craft is more um uh, up front than anything it's not about the family and their backstory it's not about these two young psychos and their backstories yeah. it's not how they all ended up this place it's just literally it's just what's in front of them like, right literally, that, just... that's so crazy that you bring that up because remember when we watched eden lake mm-hmm. like it's pretty basic setup like right. this couple going on a little vacation yeah, getaway yeah. you know like they're gonna do things and the same thing with this you know absolutely nothing about this family yeah these two guys like they're just going to their vacation home kind of and gonna hang out for like you know a week or two or whatever and that didn't bother me you know like but in eden lake it kind of did a little bit you know to start off right i mean that and that makes sense because in eden lake uh the you know as as cool as much as i enjoyed that film yeah it's still the craft the craft is not on display yeah, in the way that not, it is yeah well, I, I agree with that part and where, i brought where, it for but but also because funny games is going out of its way to show you yes. the craft of what it's doing because it wants you to enjoy it as a film and, and yeah. understand that you're watching violence yeah and like, this as, film is 10 years earlier and it's pointing out the cliches that kind of eden lake starts yeah, with yes. yeah yeah, yeah you're you know? right and that's crazy like that and then another thing that kind of was kind of crazy is the beginning is what how they film the car like going through the road and stuff is almost reminded me of sh- The Shining. It did have oh, like yeah, a very yeah, like uh, yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. I, I like a little that homage the first thing to I it, thought, you yeah. know, like a little like just kind of like going through. Like, yeah, you've you know, definitely like, seen that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I mean, you know, I, I he said that he wasn't really trying to make a horror th- or like a thriller. Yeah, he, wasn't. he was just yeah. yeah, he was just trying to do like kind of a satire of like American yeah. thrillers, I guess. But or how they're into violence, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Overall, it was like uh, uh like uh your reaction to uh violence on TV. You know, we're mm-hmm. so disconnected, we're so desensitized yes, to where it's like, I know this is what you want to see. Even if you look away or argue the fact, you're still in this the seat. This is what you're into. You're still in the seat. Yeah. This is why yeah, you, you pay money to watch. Yeah, yeah. You, this is why you pay money to watch movies. Mm. This is why you keep going to every horror film or whatever, you know, action-packed thing. Because there's still violence in that, you know. There's just more of it in this in a way where it's like it's not meant to be like good versus evil. It's just, well, it's just survival. Yeah, yeah. And like... Yeah, I mean, yes, it's about Amer- American audiences, right? And, yeah. like, he wanted to put this out as an American film first, but the budget wasn't there, so uh-huh. that's why he, I mean, 
This is an Austrian film. We put it out uh, in again '97, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because I, I'm assuming because it was successful and all that. Ten you know, years later, you know, ten years did, later, yeah. put an American version out, yeah. shot for shot, like yeah. the same thing. Same which is, thing. I, I enjoyed the American version as well. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's fucking. Yeah, this cool. was my first time watching the original. I don't know if it was for you, but it was mine. And this is, it's been one of my favorite films ever since I watched it. So it was a matter of time Wait, before I watched. So this. this for this podcast, is the first time you've watched the original. The it was original. Only, you've only. It was yeah. your favorite film from the American. Yeah, the version. American oh, version. Okay. Right. Obviously, I knew it was. Sure, there sure. Was a, yeah, no, no, yeah. But I, just, I yeah. never, you know, never. Uh, never came across the 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 original i i own the the u.s version mm-hmm. and i i had read it's shot for shot the same thing right. and also being biased too like i'm i i like tim roth i think he he did a good job at playing the dad in my opinion wow. well that's now, my well, opinion the, no, only, no 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 that's a good thing to bring up because i was i'm gonna say that i think that makes the american version lesser is that it has famous people that you recognize and yeah you're, and you're looking for some sort of acting or something whereas if you watch this version i mean most people aren't going to know these actors not they're not going to know their, i was actually because it's like unknown i mean they're more unknown or unknown to us maybe like it feels exactly. more real I was, yeah, authentic. Authentic. I was gonna say yeah. that it feels a little more terrorizing that in yeah. the u.s version it does seem like it was more acted rather than uh um uh, reacting, you know, where at this, well, this it's just because again, you know those actors. Yeah, this you sort of you know looking, their craft. You're yeah. looking for acting. You're looking for uh, serious, like dramatic stuff. Because you know, in the original Funny Games, don't get me wrong; these these actors are doing really great acting. Yeah, yeah. all of them. Acting. I, all of them. I was reading up on like what the like what the what's her name uh, Suzanne mm-hmm. Othar went through like through her crying scenes. Like they, I that she would literally maybe try to make herself cry for about 20 minutes or so and then like and they would retake these they would do these shots over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and then once she was kind of like drained and like tired from like redoing that's when like hanky panky was like okay this is the (laughs) shot i want because it just felt most real well you you definitely see you know uh, and you see that in the fucking film which is fucking yeah you it's cool like you know it feels authentic it feels real like you're there their frustration, their desperation, like how scared they are yeah. for their lives, right? Like it's crazy, like, right? You feel, um, you feel exhausted with them, yes. as you're watching yes. these things, especially because a lot of things are, um, just one unbroken take, uh, where it just sits there, mm-hmm. and you're watching literally somebody grieve or just deal with some terrible shit that they've just dealt with, and it doesn't let up, and you're just like, oh, like. It, one thing that it does that it doesn't like uh, show the violence like all crazy. It like cuts away for certain things that could that it could really focus right. on, which I think is what makes it stand above the rest of stuff that maybe would try to do something like this because it, mm-hmm. it is very violent, yeah. but it, you know it it doesn't really focus on that all the time. Uh, when you have something like, for instance, when um, you know when they shoot the kid or when Georgia. they're stabbing the the father the husband, or yeah. yeah the husband yeah they're when they're doing all these things it, it always cuts to like for instance when the, when he shoots the kid it it's this great scene that it follows the other guy to go make a sandwich yeah. and the whole time he's making a sandwich like nothing's going on you just hear this screaming and a gunshot and this crazy Ooh. shit and going the out. scream is delayed too it's not like right away it's a little bit after the gunshot goes off which kind of builds the intensity more so you know what i mean well yeah i mean yeah every that's what i'm saying like a lot of like he's literally doing stuff in the craft to make you feel uneasy to make you you know what i mean like and it's not it should be noticeable yeah because they 
there's a um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but they they do a panel for uh, this film was released during uh, cons, and they do a panel Kanye. on uh, <laughs> on the Criterion um, channel, um, and they ask them. There's a there's a news it's also reporter on the Blu-ray. There you go. There's also uh, a uh, sorry. There's a reporter that asked the um, Mikael. Did you deliberately do that? Did you deliberately stay in focus on on you know this or keep the violence out? Um, you know, um, it was that your your whole point of doing that because like that you say that uh, when they shoot the kid, they don't really sh- show the kid's body till way later. And he says, yeah, because it that's what makes you you, you want to watch that. That's what makes you like I want to see the body. You know what I mean? That's kind of like something like um, going back to that bringing in the audience like. He does a lot of that in this film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's what he does in most of his films. And I think this is probably, well, I don't know if it's my favorite from him. Code Unknown might be my favorite from him. Okay. But uh, this one, it's it's sort of from this watch especially. I'd seen it before. I'd seen the American one like a few times. And I've seen this one a few times. Mm-hmm. And watching it again, it was just sort of one of those things where you're just like, oh, okay, like he, he literally accomplished what he was trying to do because... Why is this? Why do I own this movie? Yeah. Why Why do I own this movie? Why do I enjoy watching this movie? <laughs> That's exactly what Mikhail Hanky wanted you to ask yeah. yourself. Exactly. Why do I own this movie? Like, why am I like excited? Like, why was I excited that Nacho picked this movie? Like, yes, like a reason to throw on funny Same. games, yeah. or yeah. it's like a reason to throw on a family being tortured yeah. by these two white psychos, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that. Like, what? Like, what? What's exciting about that? But you know, in, in all honesty, it is because. You know, he he is able to sort of um, have that message right up front. He he's not trying to do it in a subtle way. He's literally has them break the fourth wall. It's literally just this is what this is about. It's about that you love violence and you just want to keep watching violence. Like that's what it's about. And so because he does it in such an expert way, and because everything else is also good, it's not just because oh it's cool and meta. It's literally because it, the direction's great, the acting's great. The cinematography is great. Mm-hmm. The, like all the everything, the score, the fucking music is great. Mm-hmm. That fucking song, like that fucking crazy, like uh, naked like, city song. Yeah, that yeah, naked city like song. Core, yeah, dude. Yeah, like that crazy. Dope. Like it just it comes out of nowhere. It yeah. goes. <laughs> it, it literally like shows the chaos and madness of that type of, of film that he's showing you. Where it's just like, yeah, guess what? The 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 people that you're rooting for, the family. They might get an upper hand, but all the bad guy has to do is rewind with a remote yeah. and yeah. start it over. He has yeah. complete control of the yeah. situation like, the whole time, you know? Right. And so, yeah, because if you've never seen this film, like, literally, like, once these two guys show up, there's they there's nothing they can't do. They literally control. They, they yeah. own it. They yeah. own everybody, yeah. like, all the time. With the way that they talk to them, with the way that they act. Mm-hmm. Not even just because, the, I mean, they're not very, um, like... Uh, how do you say like they don't they're not dominating they're not intimidating they're not intimidating well the main thing too is like uh, you know in that same panel they're talking to the actor who plays Paul and they ask him like you know what would you describe your character at and and he says like polite like he was trying to be a polite young man and they do come off very polite you know, I feel like he like he wasn't he wasn't because right. Was I mean, like, uh, obviously, how can you be polite and be violent? But yeah, yeah, it was that. Yeah. It was that it, yeah. he's like full of but himself. But there's no he he knows like but that's how most most rich people like that. Are. And he's uh, right. exactly yes, he's a psychopath because like <laughs> yes, just how he's yeah. acting. He's talking with um, 
with uh was it peter peter or peter's yes. the other guy you know like he's talking with him and stuff like that he's like oh like you know he's making fun of like because he's like kind of chubby a little, yeah yeah you know? tubby and like, he's called tubby, call tubby, tubby, tubby and fatty yeah. and all that stuff or tubby know? might be the american you know? version and he's but... like oh it's so gross that you like you know you want to eat right now and stuff like that like and then he's talking about um george's wife uh suzanne and with jelly right, rolls yeah. you're right. how, like yeah. oh she has no jelly rolls yeah like, she's how, fit yeah, yeah she's she would never like look at you know yeah yeah exactly like yeah he's like he has that like he thinks it's politeness you know and that's i think that's the thing you know like he thinks he's being right polite, this but, person but this yeah exactly person, the character you know yeah. but he's really a fucking psychopath because he doesn't the- give a shit about any of these people like you know he's more concerned like because like i don't know he's like really thin and like yeah, trim yeah, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that and like it's just like you can tell he cares about those kind of things yeah like appearance and like how you do things like how you eat things. How you speak you, you to know, people. Speak to people, right. yes, yes. So that yeah. goes back to what Jordan was saying about uh, these, us not knowing these uh, these actors mm-hmm. and them doing such a good job in the persona there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's one of the, that, that's a thing too is like when, especially with foreign films, like I'm always like kind of concerned like was it even good acting? You know? Because I'm mostly really reading the subtitles. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah definitely. But this one, like I, yes, I liked that it was like I don't know. I was really like intrigued by these people. It felt so real, you know. Yeah, like I felt I, I, like even though I couldn't understand, yes, yeah, like we had to read. It, it felt but authentic, real. But yeah, like, they're it, like you, expressions you, and like uh, I don't dude, know. Like yeah. it just really came through. Yeah. That was like, like yeah, I I really feel like they're there, you know. Like yeah. this this is really fucking happening, and like I'm watching it, you know, like almost as like a voyeur and stuff like that. You know, it was it was crazy. Like that was like the first time I really felt like in a form, maybe in a foreign film that I felt like. The acting was really good, you know, and that I didn't know these people, and this is the first time I'm seeing them, right? You know, mm-hmm. and especially in a situation like and this that, this whole situation, and you, stuff, you yeah. want to like not, you know, in the in the uh, American version, it's yeah, Michael Tim Pitt Roth and um, right, Tim Roth, Naomi Watts, but yeah. the the guys are Michael Pitt and Brady Corbett. Mm-hmm. You don't see them in a bunch of stuff. I mean, if yeah. you watch like you know certain films, that was kind of early Michael Pitt too, right? Like, right. Well, I mean, he had no, I he think had he been was a little like, later, man. Yeah, Last was, days is already. He already did that, and oh, and then Hedwig, Angry Itch. Yeah, he was already yeah. in like a bunch of okay. stuff. So he was like in a bunch of indie stuff at mm-hmm. least. Yeah, but okay. you sort of know that you know that he could play that kind of character. Mm-hmm. That he could be that yeah, kind of he sarcastic. Looks that kind of yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah he and even Brady Corbett, who isn't in a lot of stuff, but when he is, he kind of plays that kind of weird, kind of like shy, kind of strange uh-huh. guy. Uh-huh. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen Martha Macy. Uh-huh. Uh, what what's this? Like four names with. Uh... Uh, with the Olsen the, yes yeah. uh, um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen it's a great film yes if you guys haven't seen it check nah, that out yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah he sort of plays that kind of uh, the same character that he sort of plays in funny games mm-hmm. in the American version so to see these two actors is he all chubby that you don't know actually he's he's not really um, he's kind of like uh, in shape sort yeah. of yeah well you've seen it haven't you the American one? Oh yeah 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 wasn't he kind of was he? No, I don't I think don't so. Know. Anyway, who cares? But the point <laughs> is, he looks like he has baby fat. Yeah, I guess so. Because even the guy's not that big. But the point is, is that like with seeing these actors that you know, I don't really know. I, I'm not aware of them. Like they, they just uh, the doing the things that they do and dealing in the situation that they're dealing with. It's like, oh, okay. Like I, I don't. I could. I don't. Like you said, you don't need to read the subtitles in order to sort of get the effect of what you need. Right. You, you, You're you just kind of enthralled right. in you the can situation. Get, you, you can know? get what they're doing from their facial expressions, from oh, the yeah. actions, right. from things like yeah. that. Yeah. Which is, again, 
I know you guys aren't, but don't complain about reading subtitles. It doesn't matter. You can still watch a movie doing that. Yeah. You're not going to miss anything. Don't fucking worry. Yeah. But in funny games especially, but I'm not saying don't watch one or the other because they're both worth a watch. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing I want to just make clear, right? I think we can all agree with that. If we, We're talking about the U.S. and the... U.S. and okay. the... Do you like, guys have original? a preference? Like... I mean, I think the original, this one that we're talking about now, is the best one, hands down, because of the the reasons that I'm talking about. It doesn't have actors and stuff in it. That's yeah, your you personal, know, yeah. personal and it's just, the, and it's just, I haven't seen it's, the U.S. one. Oh, this you haven't. This is the first time I've seen Funny Games. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've, you know, this is always oh, really? one of those okay. ones that I've been wanting to watch. But, yeah. And I just haven't watched, you know. But okay. finally, because this podcast, I'm here. Would you watch the U.S. after we? I do want to see. I it. think you should. Yeah. I just want to see it to see it, it for sure. Watch. You know, but this one right. I really I loved a lot, like just because of yeah yeah watching Code Unknown and seeing how this filmmaker works, like yeah. I really want to see all this, all Mike, yeah. Michael Hanky Panky's films. <laughs> I want to get really hanky panky with them. No, yeah, you know? no, like, yeah. You're I right. think but, I think yeah. I have the same reason as Jordan. Just I watched the American one. I love the American same. one. Just like just Diego, but. Same watching now the austrian version the original, original yeah. because you don't I, these are maybe lesser known actors it just kind of feels yeah. more authentic yeah for sure yeah. and um i think also it, it doesn't feel as uh americanized um hard to like i don't know as, as much as i don't mind uh foreign directors making american films or that, english language films that's but kind of funny because tim roth and naomi watts i mean yeah they're not they're not american, american yeah no, no. but they are american actors kind of you know i mean yeah, they're, they're known people here. would be considered they're known in the yeah, States, people yes. would probably a lot yeah. there's probably a lot of people who don't know that they're they're not american yeah. there's probably a lot of people who don't realize that <laughs> yeah. i'm telling that's you there's, crazy yeah there's probably a lot of people who don't realize funny, how many like just... actors aren't you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like uh we'll get into the next film like oh yeah right exactly you know, we always kind of like, you know, I mean, we, we bring up stuff that's going on in the world today. Well, that's what this, I was going to get at. Okay. So this time around watching this film, obviously, I was trying to look at like, uh, what does this mean in the world? You know, because that's what I try to do with the films we watch. And I mean, thinking about what's going on right now, just just here in the States. And then recently, after watching that panel, too, he talks about how throughout the process of him uh, getting the movie ready for cons. Um, Khan he is. he read about Khanis Khans. I'm just I kidding. I don't know. He, I'm probably he saying read this about, so wrong. He read about uh, three different uh, uh, acts of violence. Uh, one was in the states, one was in Spain, and one was I think in Germany, but I don't remember. And he said, like you know, like those were senseless acts. You know, kids that wanted to be famous. So they, it was done by kids that wanted God. to be famous. You know, and I think about like. Wow, you know, like I think of Columbine during that time. I don't know if it, that was the one so, he taught. Some people with the original movie were referencing Columbine a lot, like with Funny Games, the original one, yeah. saying that like those two characters remind him of like you know Columbine, right? But it preceded okay. those. If you events, listen but, to Marilyn Manson but, backwards, <laughs> it'll tell you that Funny Games. Yeah, but it, goes but it to actually Columbine. preceded that that f- those events. Uh, the film preceded the events. Yeah, well, of that's Columbine, what I'm thinking. But a lot of people like with that movie, like kind of think back to that yeah that event right so sure. they inspired those events thinking of that though like i, mean, I, I was shit. trying to think of like no, what was going not. on Don't at the that. time and like i mean people are crazy i mean they you can watch something and be inspired by anything i mean you that's know, true. i mean you you can't say that people hmm. aren't inspired by certain i mean people i mean i don't know man everyone's different right i mean people can be inspired by a movie you know like 
this is what I'm gonna do and some backwards fucking, music. You know, no, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, so <laughs> let me finish my let me finish my goddamn thought. Oh, you had, you had a thought. Yeah. Right? It was, okay. yeah. So that being said, That's uh, the main thing that says that you know, going back to the main point of us being desensitized from violence was just the stuff that's going on last week with our Nigeria or up into this week with Nigeria. You know, like you didn't really hear about it too much. And then when you did hear about it, not very many people posted. You didn't really see it in the news too much. And then two weeks prior to that, the whole Armenia thing. You know what I mean? So those are the things I feel like, I mean, this film kind of makes you see that. It made me rethink that. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, like, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of, like, not connecting enough when violence hits. Yes, you're a freak. And you like to watch horrid things. (laughs) Yeah. You you got issues. You're corn. corn. I'm corn. You you're a backwards R, and and um, you 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 like to watch freaky shit, dude. And it's something you have to look at because you like this. Dogs. You like because dead look because because uh, Mikhail, in film uh, uh, in uh, film uh, is uh, uh, pointing the mirror oh, back at boy, yourself. Uh, dead but you see the you you see the two uh, uh, main uh, bad guys in, in <laughs> funny games are, are actually uh, the American uh, audiences. Yeah. It's true, guys. That's you. You guys like to watch this. You guys think this stuff is sexy. Diego I Nacho. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, We're speaking about them, too. Wow. Well, because, uh, you know, I mean... I think I'm sexy. You guys like to watch, like, bloody stuff, and I think yeah. that Hanky Panky has got your number. Mm-hmm. I think I understand oh, what you did. guys are I into. Thought... But, look, I- I'm just joking, because I really love this fucking film. This is... One of my favorite films because it's like one of those things where you're just like, oh, okay, like somebody, literally what I've talked about, you can get the craft of filmmaking and what yeah. usual uh, directors are trying to intend and, and they go about it in different ways. And he literally was just like, no, I'm just going to let you know that I'm showing you a car wreck, like you said, like a car accident. And yep. you're going to slow down and you're going to watch it. Not because there's intriguing story, not because there's some backstory you care about, not because the the killers have some cool story, not because there's anything else, it's but violence. violence. You just enjoy violence. Yeah, because we're inherently violence. violent. Yeah, yep. or that's human beings are just. And, and that. that's why you know they call each other like, for instance, like Beavis and Butthead. And They're and violent. Jerry. Tom and Jerry are violent. Yeah. Yeah. Laurel and Hardy are violent. Like you know they do that. It's just like that's like okay violence for audiences. It's we, how they the like the violence kind of like grew yeah. over the years you know like yeah lauren from Holly, when you're a child tom yeah. and jerry beavis and butthead you know like, like it was okay and funny to get for someone to get smacked in the head with something mm-hmm. or just for for violent we just were okay and then you know when they show anytime they're watching tv and he stops on something it's something that's violent yeah like car crashes or yeah. like stuff like that yeah you know? something like yeah the earth fucking burning down yeah like a flood or something flood. crazy yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. literally violence for the sake of violence to this movie <laughs> yeah, so funny games. You guys have played them this whole time we've been doing this podcast, <laughs> and I'm fucking sick of it. Uh, Nacho, you are violent, a violent person. You've always been violent. <laughs> yes, I've been violent, but I want to know which of you, the violent funny games was your favorite. Well, I That's, think the yeah, my, my favorite thing that, that they did was the egg game that they that they play at that the very beginning smart. Off, yeah, yeah that was smart. just that very um uh inti- that polite intimidation mm-hmm. where you don't have any you 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 have no idea who these people are and he's just asking you for eggs and he keeps dropping them but he keeps like doing this stuff like oh you can give me more right mm-hmm. and it's just like this coy intimidation mm-hmm. that where it's just like oh like 
That's like something that people don't know how to get over. They don't know how to not be polite. They don't know how to just tell someone, you're bothering me? Get out of here. Yeah. Leave me alone. It, it shouldn't matter. Well, she did. Well, well of, you know? not towards the, towards the end, though. Not. It's not until he really It took a lot her. for her. It took to, a yeah, lot. For her Where to do literally that. the first time he dropped the eggs and he comes back and he's just like, oh, you can give me more. I would have been like, he's eh, like, you have 12. I'd be like, I don't have to you give you anything. You gave me four. Yeah, he gave left the whole over. Spiel, yeah. Like, it was just like, but, fuck, man. And then also he says, like, I don't want to have to tell, you know, I don't have to tell the neighbors. And she's worried about what the neighbors are going to think about the interaction between them. And that's what I'm saying. You, you don't have to be polite, especially women. Don't be polite with some fucking crazy white dude trying to ask you for eggs at your house. Don't even let him in your house. Agreed. Like, you don't yeah, need to be don't polite. Give that, don't give anyone an inch. You yes, know, like. that, that's exactly what, like, that's what I really love about this film is that it shows those situations that frustrate you. You're sitting there, you're just, like, grabbing your fucking, like, you know, you're, 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 you're like, your hands are, you're making fists because you're just, like, why are you letting these these idiots overcome you, or why? Yeah, you invade them? your yeah, invade yeah. your space. Yeah. And so that was probably my favorite my favorite game. You bringing yeah. up that game kind of made me think of something. Um, being that this is not, uh, you know, Hanky Panky directed this. It was an Austrian film, and now American. Did he? Is this something an American will do? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you get you get what I'm saying? Like would Naomi Watts? Well, she's not uh, American. She's playing an American. No, okay. You know what I'm saying? Would you just let a, a stranger into your house? I just started I think, thinking about that. Yes, right now. I think that particular type of class of people where you, you you're supposed to yeah, know everyone, that rich, that, like kind of yeah. like yeah. Every, they know the neighbors, they know the people. Like yeah, they just saw them with their neighbor because they're part of that circle. You see him in the beginning, yes, because they're part of that social circle. And he circle. says that, and he says that he's like, oh, I was right there when you were yeah. Like, yeah. calling out or whatever. Yeah, you know? so so it, it does. It, it makes sense. It, it's not like it just. But that's what I'm saying is that people are so concerned about kind of being that way that they don't. They're, they're too busy being polite when they don't have to. Yeah. Be. Like fuck mm-hmm. everybody. Fuck anybody who's like trying to use um pol- your politeness as a like weapon against you. Mm-hmm. Like fuck them. Like yeah, you know and they saying? knew that. They yeah, knew they, they know. Yeah. Game, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, that that's that's yeah. So well, anyway, let's let's wrap it up. Let's do final thoughts. Let's do our final funny games. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's start off with Mondo. Mondo, let's hear because this is your first time. Yeah, my first all time of us have this. seen been every see other this. version. So we want. I want to hear a first timer. This is your first funny game. You fiddled. You got in it. Um, what do you think? How does it feel? Yeah, it was. I mean, Michael Henke is like I. I just want to see more of his films. Like every mm-hmm. like. Like he gives you those questions, like like assuming and like that weird feeling of like questioning yourself and like what you would do in those situations and how you like immediate like it's those situ and situations where you immediately react, you know, you like immediately have like a like oh fuck like don't do that like or like yeah you would do that or like how you're talking about the egg game, you know, like they're just like they're playing against people's like politeness and like. You know, just being a human being or a neighbor or something like yeah. that, where, like, where you see that thing where you should be like a neighbor and like have more of a community and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you should you, just be nice. Yeah, but yeah, but you really don't know these fucking people. You yeah, know? you don't. Just because they were with your neighbor doesn't mean just because you know? they have a nice white polo on yeah. doesn't mean <laughs> that they're good people. Yeah, but I mean, like, just the filmmaking, the scenes. Like, I love how this guy does not like like to cut. You know, he just likes yeah. the frame to play. Yeah. And that's, and like that could be boring, like boring filmmaking, like easily. But this guy knows how to like play with the frame and like use it and utilize it and like, 
and yeah i just i don't know i just love this i liked everything about this even the beginning like they're playing a game in the car you know they're just like guess what song this is you know yeah and then the dad immediately says oh my god you know and that's like the ride he's gonna take you on you're like oh my like like, this is gonna be like a catastrophe this is like oh my god like this is insane you know but yeah so i mean i get and and there's gonna be no point for it yeah Yeah, exactly It's just like a yeah, it's, it's like a game. Yeah. Game, yeah, it's just a game. It's just a simple. But these ha- kind of have funny stakes, game. you know. Yeah, it's a real funny game. <laughs> what do you rate it? I don't know. I'm gonna have to go five hanky pankies on this. Oh, oh nice. this is... and, and so what's what's our rating system? So here? we go yeah. from zero to five. Zero being zero, the worst. Hagasusa. Five. <laughs> there being you go. Possibly this movie. Five, five being funny this hanky movie. pankies, dude. Like okay, we, we haven't yeah. given that many five, so that's yeah. No, there haven't been too many five. Yeah, so five. This is this is this solid. is really a solid, perfect film. Like yeah. it's yeah. just like Michael Hankey knows what he's fucking doing, yeah. and yeah. you people yeah. need to see Michael Hankey's films. Boom, yeah. just yeah. like I do. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I'll just go off that really quick. This is my final thoughts for it. One of my favorite films um, ever, uh, this original version. Watching it this time, it not only is it a great horror film, but it's just a great film to watch if you want to be a writer or director and you want to learn the craft in a in a way that's done by like a, liter- a literal expert, a master. Yeah, <laughs> a master, who literally yeah. is going to show you how to create tone. Uh, you know, any type of like camera movement that really. Uh, keeps you engaged uncut takes that really mean something that aren't just there to be to show off to to try to be like oh look i I do you know takes that are uncut it's there's a reason that they're there yeah and so yeah so funny games is yeah that i'm giving it five uh little boys with a pillowcase over their head fuck that's brutal I mean, this shit's metal (laughs) right that's what this is why this film fucking gets five but little That's boys like, with a pillowcase, because this shit's punk and metal. This is one of the most metal fucking punk movies ever. That's Hank, like, Hanky is fucking. That's metal. like one of those things too, and like the horror genre is like things you're not not supposed to do, like un like unwritten like yeah, the, code uh, yeah. like yeah. laws. Don't kill children, and and he went Hanky goes for it. Spoiler yeah. alert! Yeah, he didn't give a shit. Diego, last thoughts. You guys have said Mr. it all. Hanky. You guys have said it all. Actually, I'm I'm a fan of this this director. I mean, Code Unknown was amazing, and you know, this re- watching this original film, man, I, I I love this guy's filmmaking. I I want to see more of his stuff. Um, but this movie is one of my favorites as well. And I mean, I've already stated that. I was excited <laughs> when you when you brought this up. That being said. I'm gonna if I could give it higher than a five, I would. But for podcast purposes, I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. Ooh, well, that being said, no Diego, funny games on that five. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Just quick and to the point. Yeah. Nacho, your final thoughts. This is. You fucking, I mean, this was your pick. You this fucking is, blood. This is your. Out, this yeah. Is what your are you gonna Halloween give us? Pick. I'm gonna give you five fingers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, sorry, that's a little foul. Um, no, but five golf balls in the mouth. I brought this movie for a reason. It was good. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I edited it all out. <laughs> <laughs> Fan of Mr. Hanky Panky. He's done it again. We've, we're talking about here him here again. No, um, dude, just the 
I love the acting in this movie, the authenticity of, you know, just feeling hopeless throughout the whole movie. Like, you're intrigued, it's violent, and although it's so violent and so, you know, where you want to turn away at times, you just, you're still intrigued, you still want to see, you still you want to see how it turns out. Maybe it's because I'm American, I don't know, man, but, you know, I love this movie, I love the way it's shot, I love everything that's done, the acting, the actors, everything. I'm going to go with five, either five kneecaps broken in or five dead dogs. Both oh, of them. Okay. okay. Hell yeah. Well, at least there's five hey, from save everybody. Save those dogs for the next film. <laughs> this is the first time we've all given a but that's, film yeah, five. Yeah, it's the first, first five already. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah, you guys should have all gave Code Unknown five, but you don't know what you're talking about. All right. <laughs> Nacho, what is the next film that we're doing on this spooktacular Criterion Ooh. Cold episode? Yes, sir. So the film that I'm bringing to the chopping block today is Green Room, directed by Jeremy Saulnier. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who's he was, in it? I thought he was Canadian-French, but no, he's American, actually. Um, he's American So French. who stars in this cast is the late Anton Yelchin. R.I.P., uh, man. R.I.P. We, we miss Pat, you. Pat, Emojin Poots, is Amber. Patrick Stewart, Mr. Star Trek, Mr. Professor X, man, yep. uh, as Darcy, Elias Ish. Oh God, it's, it's, Elias Shawa as Sam, Joe Cole as Reese, Macon Blair, who's uh, an actor who's in some of uh, Mr. Saulnier's older films, and his best friend as Gabe, and best friend. Yes, he's known him since childhood. And then Caleb Turmer as Tiger. And the plot of this movie, just real quick. It's, it's about a punk rock band that is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a stupid neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Ooh. So Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Punk rock prom queen. Hell yeah. Brown paper magazine. We should bring that one to the collection. That, anyway, ooh, Green Room. Is, oh, okay, no, yeah. I was just joking. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. You haven't seen it. <laughs> he was serious about that one. <laughs> I have it's seen on it. HBO Go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we've, seen, we've seen it together. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> they, watch, Mondo they watched it, it together. together. We were at the premiere, Josie and the Pussycats. There was a third. I had a mohawk. <laughs> we weren't just the only two guys. There. I was wearing. There Dick, was a third guy. I was wearing dicky shorts. All right, Nacho, you brought Green Room to the cult. Now, I want to understand why. Because, oh. you know, look, I like Jeremy Saulnier. I do. I yeah. like him a lot. But Blue Ruin. I like punk rock as much as the next guy. But Blue Ruin, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's sort of kind of what we want to preserve here. Is Green Room really worth it? I think Green Room, Green Room is on par with Blue Ruin, maybe a little better. Ooh. You know why? Why? Because why they're bashing Proud Boy motherfuckers in the movie. I'm sorry, neo-Nazis in Portland. Same thing, right? Same thing. Anyways, no, I just think this is Cousins. a great movie. T- talking about authenticity and stuff like, you know, actors portraying this feeling real, you know. I think this is another movie that does that. It's kind of funny because it does remind me of Eden Lake that we talked about last, you mm-hmm. know. Maybe some similar stuff. Anyways, but what I was going to bring up is that what people shit on this movie is kind of about bad situations like uh i mean not bad situations but reactions to situations saying that like a typical thing in horror films is why do people react this way like people think like that people should have 
reactions like they shouldn't have gone this way they should have gone that way yeah and everyone all that, right? wants to shout out at the you TV, know everyone, yeah. everyone wants to they thinks, get, they, they, thinks they know what they, they yeah. would do they get angry right. and they, they want fun, it the same thing in funny games you know like, exactly and the thing is like when you're in that moment you don't know what you're gonna do you know and i feel that this movie portrays that well like being that you, you don't know what you would do you know these these actors feel real like it feel it doesn't feel fake to me that's that's, that's funny that you bring that up because on this watch that's what I was thinking the whole time. It was like, yeah, I want to go this way, but in that situation, what way would I really go? You know, you know like it, honestly, it, to it's, myself, it's, it's like, in the heat of the moment, dude. And yeah. this whole movie is about fight or flight, you know, mm-hmm. and like how you would react. And then like Anton Yelchin, like that situation that he brings up later in the movie. That's basically what the whole movie is about. Like you know, where he says uh, talking about that paintball situation, where he's, yeah. you know, we were stacked up against these ex-marines these veterans right and they had all they were organized and that's what these neo-nazi skinheads were they were dude they're a militia they were they were organized patrick stewart's leading these guys they they are they're already in this right yeah they haven't it's not like this is the first time they've done no exactly it's diy versus fucking these paid neo-nazis it's like this the Criterion Cult so podcast. The red laces versus the white laces. Well, no, no, it's like the Criterion Cult podcast versus Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the underdog, yeah, the punk rockers. The, yeah, but no, seriously, like, mm-hmm. like he talks about that situation way later on in the movie with Emoji and Poots, right? Yeah. But they were literally doing that from the get go. You know, it was just kind of like, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah. Like these guys are structured and they're organized, but they can't react to the unknown, like just being sporadic, like fucking mm-hmm. crazy. You know what I'm saying? And they go through yeah, with that. Exactly. And they're, they're maybe a little more organized at that one point when Anton starts talking about that with the image and poots. But yeah, if you throw a wrench at him, how are they going to react? Exactly. To it, you know? And they like, just fucking go for it. And I don't know, dude. I love how real... And to me, that's real. And that and I think that's what Jeremy Salonier was doing with this movie. It's like, you don't you don't know how you'd react. And that's what he had his actors doing. You know, they were just like... They were reacting, they were reacting to the situation like on the go, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just think that was portrayed awesome. And then, dude... Jeremy Saulnier, I don't know if you've heard any of his interviews, but he's hardcore as fuck, dude. He's, yeah, he's yeah, he's super, down. He's, he's, he's down with the he's dude, down with the scene. Dude, he's, he's down with the hardcore scene. You know, yeah. hardcore punk scene. Like he's been into that since he was a kid, dude. And that's what he was bringing, man. He even says in his interviews that if he had done this maybe five years later in his career, like he'd feel too out of touch with the scene. Like he yeah. couldn't. Like it was at the right time, at the right moment that he had to bring this to the scene you know mm. he he had that and he went for it so and he did it at the right time because again r.i.p anton yelkin yeah. we yeah, got this man. great performance from him in here yeah dude. it's like this very it's like this innocence you know what i'm saying that that he has as this person you know he he is punk rock and that he has like a dui like d uh dui <laughs> he has a DUI. he has a diy do-it-yourself kind of attitude it's not because he's some like tough fucking drinking like you know like dude who just like like uh like with the mohawk like throwing 40s against the wall to like be punk he, he right. really th- like sees but, the music yeah. as a reason that like he's a young like a person who i think is just like well i don't need to have a mohawk and like all this shit to be punk he's just like why well, I, Which I, I like believe that he's in not shit. in uniform he's, right you know where like you know some that punk people bullshit, where they're they're well they, where they of, all look the same like that's not to me kinda, that's just not so like the much guy that punk. they stay with yeah that's exactly what they yeah. kind of poke fun at at that you know Poser. which that guy was also him. in blue ruin I, I i just realized that too like he's yeah fuck him. i boys. didn't like that guy but that's <laughs> but that's honestly how that guy would be you know if you 
in the real situation, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You'd, you'd be interviewed by that guy yeah. if you were like that punk mm-hmm. band, and th- and that's what. I, I, another thing that is good about this film is that it does feel very authentic, and that you know that um, the person who's behind it, who wrote and directed, knows about the scene and yeah. didn't just throw a bunch of fucking like mohawk white dudes in the band. Yeah, they're, they're, they look like normal people. Yep, it looked like if we started a punk band. Exactly. We we were just regular. You know, we, we just wear a t-shirt and jeans. We're not. Mm. You know, I think their their singer has like green hair, but he's not like but not, crazy. But punk. they're not exactly. what you think when you think punk rock. That's right. not it's what not, they, it's yeah. not some like lame casualty poser. Yeah, shit. you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? It's just like they 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 have the uh, the aesthetic of punk. They're not. They're, they're like living punk they're yeah. not just like being like well look at my shirt and look at this you know yeah. like the drummer is just like some guy who yeah just, they're not they're you know. the the definition rather than like the what they're trying to sell you you know right. the commercial and, and and i think a lesser film would have had everyone oh, in the definitely. band look like the the guy that they stay with it would have had him in uniform yeah yes. for sure like a bunch of like you know spiked hair yeah. and, and and leather jackets with a bunch of shit all yeah. over it you and, know yeah and the cool thing too i liked about it is that the these guys like to add to what what you said um they learned their instruments i mean An- anton plays he, guitar he knew how to play he yes. plays guitar two of them knew how to play yeah and Aaliyah knows did you how to play. see the same film i was watching <laughs> well no well, but i mean it, it they said that they those two knew how to play yeah. yes i, I can so, agree but what with i'm that, saying that, is that all i saw was shoulder aggressive shoulder it's but because what I'm saying, they're filming a movie but yeah they have but, to over it's like filming a music is, video you don't really play is this your gum wrapper homie but it's not that bad but i'm just saying what i'm saying is like you know i was pulled out of the green you, could have been, you, you could be just an actor who's just like oh i'm gonna play this character so i'm just gonna you know wing it or whatever they'll they'll make it look however but these people actually play they learned how to play their instruments they played that matter i don't think that showed again film, i think it's when hard you, to, it's if you make a break deal when you have to film a music video you have to over exaggerate because they need to have that footage look mm-hmm. more lively and so in the movie, yeah, they, they have to kind of... It looks like they're not really playing sometimes, but a lot of times it's because of the scene. They have to be involved yeah. in what's going on in the scene. Like, whether it's Anton Yelkin having to kind of notice what's going on in the crowd or whatever, you know? I mean, I get that, but on the cut, you're yeah. not going to get anything authentic unless you just film a band playing. Unless you do it just straight up SLC punk style. Wait, so are you saying it didn't feel authentic, like their performance? Yeah, uh, that's what he's trying when to they're, say. When they're playing their instruments, he's a yeah, poser, it was kind of... <laughs> I thought it felt it authentic. Felt, it like, I mean, it according was, to everything I've, I've looked like up, and, and like, then like, even the interviews, like it, they weren't supposed to be Metallica. Or anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Agreed. Like it was supposed to. Like, it felt. It, it felt, looked like they were. Metallica. It felt gritty, grungy. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. To me, it felt like real. Well, it was and that's, okay. It was all right. It, it again. It didn't were, feel like little, they were a little too pretentious in that. Interview. Oh, get out of here! Again, they I mean, I don't know. They weren't like uh, Mondo's the only one saying that. They weren't like uh, right. authentic. I I wouldn't say personally, but again, they're filming a movie, so they have to be more exaggerated. It has to feel like, and especially the scenes where they're playing live, it feels very much like a music video. They slow it down. It's in slow motion. Mm-hmm. You don't even really hear the music they're playing. Sometimes it's like more of a softer, slower kind of score going on behind them so it's more exaggerated for that reason so i have no problem with that like he's not trying to this movie isn't about authentic uh punk band playing on stage you know what i'm saying it's more about the thriller aspect and and the thing that uh, that he does well in that aspect is that he's filming something well he he's a very tight and um 
I would say expert filmmaker because yeah, and that wasn't make or break for me. Sure, sure, it was sure. fine. It was but, just something I noticed. But I'm saying it was okay. that, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he, I, I think he knows what he he has to be worried about is the tense, keeping you tense for this thriller. Yeah. And he's not worried about trying to if Mondo thinks they're punk enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm gonna listen to Minor Threat when I'm 70, I'm gonna listen to Minor Threat when I'm 70. Okay, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but no, yeah, like when the filmmaking, it does like it. It's good, you know. Like yeah, that besides the playing on on stage, like that that ending thing when they kind of like uh, trick the two neo Nazis, like when they're in the drug lab and he's yeah. like chasing them, like that. That's like a really fucking cool scene, you know, like where they have the uh, where she's in which the was couch after his pet talk about the yeah. like the the paintball one, scene. Yeah, right? she yeah. finishes. When he yeah, he's just like, let's fucking go for it. They, yeah. they shaves his head. They put yeah. paint on their face, and they just yeah. kind of go crazy for it. You know, like yeah. to they go for it. They yeah. make a yeah. plan. They they know how to get they know how to get these guys kind of like you know and yep. and they do it. You know, yeah. And that was cool. That was awesome. You know, like I liked all that shit. You know, besides oh, like, do we know? <laughs> I don't do. You? Maybe you should see it. This movie's great, and again, um, one of the great things about it is, you know, it's, oh ca- it, it's called a green room because it takes place in the room that is green where the bands go when they play at a club, but also the lush greens of the Oregon State stand out and reflect off most of the actor's face throughout the film. You see a lot of greens from the jackets and the clothes and, and just all this stuff, What's right? the opposite of green? Red, baby. And it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that is. You film fools heard that? We went from green to red. <laughs> we're, we're looking. We, we, looked, we looked deep into this fucking movie. Look, because it, it's called Green Room because, look, they go into the green room and that's where most of the movie takes place. But it's also called that's Green Room. That's where you can charge your phone. It's also because <laughs> there's a lot of green. from this film, Look, that's let's, what I, I mean, I was just fucking being stupid, but let's be serious. I mean, the cinematography in this shit is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's Which like, actually, this was the first film where he, he wasn't the cinematographer. He oh, actually okay. used someone else. Well, and I think even in Blue Ruin, it was good. Blue Ruin, he was the cinematographer. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he, it says that this is the first film. Green uh, Room was the first film where it wasn't him. Okay. He, he actually got someone else to that's do still, it. And he talks about, like, you know... Throughout the film, which I didn't notice till after I watched it this time, he does go from like wider shots from when they're in, you know, like the first scene they smash or they they crash into all those uh, the cornfield, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which is like a wide shot. You see the cornfield and the van, and then they start getting tighter. Obviously, in the green room, there's only so much to play with, so he starts using like as much space as he has. So he starts zooming in more and stuff like that. That's I, I thought that was smart because he builds that throughout the film. And although you don't really think about it, you're like, oh shit, that adds to the scene. That for adds sure. to the film. You for know, sure. He, get, yeah, he, he gives sure. you space at first mm-hmm. and you feel like you have space and then he slows it. Yeah, you start getting claustrophobic. At that Nazi bar. Like, yeah. You know, like and deciding to play fucking some dead Kennedys. In front of some neo-Nazis. Right. Dude, that cover is like the best like you know you know fuck portland and their proud boys you know like no no well, i love portland portland but, but no, yes, no fuck neo-nazis the, the, proud, the boys proud boys over boys, there yes. yeah yeah that's, that's yeah. all i'm saying well that's i think that's like another crazy thing is it like jeremy solinger is just like he predicted trump's america bro <laughs> well that's the thing too that's that's why it's, 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 almost, it's a podcast. contemporary film like it literally relates to what's fucking going on right now like that literally is fucking going on in portland right now like you know fucking hey, neo-nazis stand down and stand by <sighs> Like that, like that uh, orange buffoon. Anyways, but yeah, man, it's it's. I think that's another reason why this movie's so dope. Like, I think the Criterion Collection needs a fucking another contemporary film of Nazi bashing, dude. Like, that's what we fucking need. I, honestly, look, 
I wanted you to give like I mean you've been giving some pretty good arguments here. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I like where you're coming from, but that's that's a pretty. I really like the wording of that. A contemporary Nazi bashing film. <laughs> and Criterion does need one of those because look, they're not gonna put in Glorious Bastards on there, right? We have the Great Dictator. We have the Night Porter. Do we need Green Room? We do. I mean, <laughs> look in terms of look. So I think I love Blue Ruin. Love Green Room. Hmm. I would probably bring Blue Ruin in terms of because I think that's the harder film to get a hold of. This is okay. an A24 film. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they, they're really good at kind of releasing their stuff uh, mm-hmm. in terms of Blu-rays and stuff. They don't really do the great... They only select certain films to kind of do good packaging and stuff on. For sure. But at least you... Yeah, this you, only you, made half its budget back right. the film. That, I, I feel that sucks. I like I didn't see it in the theater. I didn't see it till I bought it oh, on Blu-ray. Okay. Or I saw it three times in the theater. Oh, whoa. Because I, I mean, not to like try to... But I just really liked it that mm-hmm. much. And... and I saw it by myself the first time, and then I just took people right. again after because I was like, "You need to see this." I think this deserves a better packaging, man. Like something better for it. It's true, and even yeah, on, the packaging that's isn't funny. That. Even on Netflix, it has like a different cover. I saw. Yeah, it today. does. It yeah. was like a like a drawn one or a cartoon. Yeah, oh, kind really? Of. Yeah, it, yeah. I saw it today. Oh, like, it was weird. I was like, "What the fuck is going?" Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I like the picture they have, but it. I don't know. I feel like it needs something. Well, to, look, something it, it would be kind of nice to get some like a flyer, like, like or an something artwork, like, like something. Flyer would be cool yeah. because of the way they kind of did the Repo Man mm-hmm. uh, cover, yeah, where they made yeah. it like kind of punk rock and mm-hmm. stuff, like with like the punk rock yeah. flyers inside of that like '80s kind of Reagan punk rock mm-hmm. feel. It would be dope if they sort of do the same with this. That yeah. would be nice be to up. get some. I like to hear that. more of his hardcore background, you know, and like what how that influenced him, like to do this film you know and how he feels in touch with the scene and why he did this you know and at the, again like he said that this is the right time if not he felt like he'd be too far out from it you know and he put it out and i don't know man i i fucking love this film dude. what do you like, what do you think the message was of this film fuck nazi punks well no, of course no no, no, no. Yes, that, yes, obviously, i mean yes that, obviously. well no i don't think that's the thing is that i don't think that he the same thing there really wasn't like i don't think there's like look obviously there's a message but i don't think he he's trying to i think he's really focused on genre i think that's Mm -hmm. sort of his thing is that like he knows that he enjoys watching it felt like that where it's like one of those midnight films yeah one of those movies you'd find on vhs honestly like like that this could be a john carpenter film yeah it's like an assault on precinct Precinct the music Thirteen. Would be doper though, on John Carpenter. Well, of course. I'm just saying. Of course. I'm just saying. Of course, the music would be better on John Carpenter's version of but, Green Room. Yeah. But this feels like that, where it's just sort of like. But it this, wasn't bad. Yeah. Like you know, mm-hmm. you would have like these sort of escape from New York kind of neo-Nazi mm-hmm. kind of guys. You know, it just feels yeah. like that. And obviously, the hero would be a lot tougher. But Anton but it's Yelkin that is a great hero. It's that question mm-hmm. though. But, it, but it's feel, like Nacho was but saying. But that's what I like about it. It feels more authentic. It yes. feels real. Like, it's not about... You don't like, need a superhero. Like, it's like these people fucking battle... Like any like any of us fucking getting trapped in some stupid fucking well, that's dream another thing we're fucking I, trying to kill Nazis that's to get another out of here. Thing yeah, I you're not just going to turn that, into Captain America. You know, exactly. You're going to be sloppy. You're right. going to... Yeah. That's and another thing I like about it is that we're... You know, we kind of know that scene because... You know, we like that style of music. Yeah. We like, you know, I think that that's why I relate stuff. to this movie so much. Exactly, and why I love it's this easy movie to so relate much, to. You know, yeah. it felt, yeah, it felt like a genre film for sure. Like, you know, we're just like, yeah, we're just doing this, you know. But like, there's that question they ask, right? Where, um, 
What's your desert island band? Oh. Okay, so this, I mean, I think that's like a cool like uh, button to the end of the film. Yeah, you it know, is. You, you watch it a film really like is. this and you're kind of like, how are they going to end this? <laughs> and yeah. so Anton Yelkin doesn't really answer it. He has no answer. He like, until, like, until there's the like end of that, the... there's that thing where like, it, it, like that guy almost steals his answer, you know, when right. he says Cro-Mags well, he does. or whatever. Yeah, he pretty yeah. much does. You know, yeah, and he's okay. like, what the fuck? Like, so, but either way, I just want because if you most people his character is more thoughtful and like he's trying to really know, think about it. Yeah, and the, everyone else not just is just beating out. Well, out he's not trying to sound cool. He's not yeah. trying to. Yeah, even more, his whole answer mm-hmm. about like I don't want to be playing, you know, yeah. in a band at well, that old. You right. Know what I mean? Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like here now, what's great about that that whole that whole thread that they pulled through there is that when they ask the other band members, they're quick to say these certain things mm-hmm. and then they ask him he's like i, I don't really know yeah right. and then later on when they're in a dire situation they all say they're real you know yeah, they, yeah. they say they're real was one of them was simon one of them was simon garfunkel prince as opposed to still says misfits right? yeah, yeah as opposed to like the cool like metal yeah. or punk mm-hmm. bands that you listen to and alcon right. still doesn't answer he, that, he still doesn't situ- know yeah situation it's not till the end and then you still don't hear it but but yeah so <laughs> nacho yeah. you pick this what is your desert island band Supposedly, Diego has asked me this before, yes, and I don't remember what that answer was. It but was something that, I but, I'm gonna, with but I'm gonna go with this answer right now. And this is a band I really love. It's uh, they're called Were. Really? That's yeah. not what you said. The oh, first time I, around. What did I say? You, Honestly, I don't remember. But God I, re- I remember Diego. that I was like, <laughs> really? Well, what's I yours? Don't think mine? Explosion in the sky. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh yeah. shit, Mondo, yours. Uh. Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Are you serious? You're making that up? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? What the fuck is you that? that? Well, you're not Film Fools then. Oh, okay. Wow. Wait, Sorry, are we on the, I mean, I on the soundtrack of Ghost and Mr. Chicken? Uh, that thing you do. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Skip him. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> Tom Hanks went to Greece and he did some shit. <laughs> <No>. there. <laughs> Tom I Hanks' can't, directorial debut. I can't condone that. That's, that's what you're going to say. That's what I'm going to say. But that's not a real I thing. Say What's it was a real band? Modest Mouse, but no. Oh, I love Modest Mouse. I kind of think it was Modest Mouse. Well, both of you shut up, Mondo. What is your <laughs> desert island band? I don't. I don't have. I don't give a shit about no, that thing you do. <laughs> just say something. I don't know the replacements. There you go. See, that's it. Wasn't that hard? That's what you wanted to say. You just acting all crazy. <laughs> Mine's the Pixies. All right. Okay. Oh, wasn't good. that hard? You yeah. made it hard. I didn't make it hard. Yeah, you Captain did. Each. You were the one who asked the question. <laughs> And you I just know. said some fucking bad then thing it, you do. You guys don't like word? Like no, shoe, yeah, yeah. Shoegazy punk? Yeah. I don't know what Post-punk? That is. Not my I, desert island. island. I, they wouldn't be my they're, desert island not, Yeah, not my desert island man. I would. I need good. some variety. Shut up. <laughs> okay. I need more than one album. Then. So, well, I guess that desert island question just took the mood down. <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of did. That made us all it out. Mondo asked it, and then he didn't want to answer it. So, sorry. That I works. answered it. That's how it works. And you didn't so, get it. How do you yeah, guys... that thing you do, I get it. <laughs> so how do you guys feel? How well, you... you know, I want to kind of argue with you more, but it's kind of hard. This movie's good, and uh, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to really point out flaws from it. There are obviously some narrative flaws that I could probably point out, but that would just be nitpicking, and there'd be no more reason. More Patrick for that. Stewart. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Which actually, he didn't well, even see, look, want Patrick Stewart to be part of the project because he's 
you know, we talked about how he's he's punk rock and he sticks to those roots and stuff. Yeah, he didn't want sure it is punk like, as fuck. Well, the, the way he got him in was they were part of the same management company. Yeah, that's what I was uh, listening to on his interview that they were part of the same management company, and then they kind of offered him, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Like, okay, and he I guess he read like the script yeah. and all that, mm-hmm. and he he. And he dug it, so he fucking well, went well, for it. Well, let's talk about that. Patrick Stewart, I think the the best thing about this performance mm. is that it's not like some stupid, like, overbearing, menacing, like, I'm evil, like, right. performance. He's not like He doesn't some, seem evil at all. That's right, the thing. That, He's just calculated. And that's yes. what I really, really enjoy about right. this film is that yeah. everything has a reason so for at the end we'll, we'll skip i loved his introduction like when they just like they don't even show his face yet and then mm-hmm. you know he's kind of walking and he takes off his cap or whatever yeah and, sh- and, it, and it's all shot from behind or but like stuff. so because cool. the whole time he he's not worried about just killing these people mm-hmm. he's trying to figure out a way to make it look like you know something happened it, so it's, that they're not involved like yeah right so clear his a, so there isn't just a murder at his yes. club yeah. So even up up until the end, even when they have him, you know, when Anton Yelkin and, and Emotion Poots, to, at the very end of the film, mm-hmm. they find him kind of setting up the van and doing that whole thing yeah, to, to make them set up. Yeah, the crime scene. Siphoning the gas. When they, he literally turns around and walks away because he knows that it's going to look like they just shot him in the back. Mm-hmm. Like he still up until the very end yeah. is like has a strategic like, if I just pull out my gun and shoot them, and they shoot me, it's self-defense, gonna... right? I thought the same, exact same thing. So like, he's, he's still, still trying strategic. to make it it's seem all like it's not my fault. <laughs> well, yeah, they set that up. He's yeah, like, he's like, what does the sign say? Like, he's like, oh, beware, beware God, God, even yeah. better. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, and yeah, then they so that, show that when they enter. You yeah, know? and I think that's, that's what what's so good about him being the the Star Trek. You know, you know him from Star Trek because you want that. Like, it's it's better. He's not some loud, angry villain. He's like a, a calculated. Uh, a quiet mm-hmm. sort of you know he, yeah, he's he has not a, plan. a loud fool like right he's you know. not just being some evil person mm-hmm. he's evil because he doesn't value human life mm-hmm. and he's a piece of shit white supremacist mm-hmm. but he, he's not evil in the way where he's just like well he's just like well they're in the green room kick down the door and kill them all mm-hmm. he's like very calculated he's like well we got to make this look like it's their he's fault playing a funny game yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's and you know how else these two films relate is in both films they try to just fix stuff with tape. <laughs> yeah. in funny games they try to just fix a leg with tape, and in this one they try to fix. Yeah, a I saw arm that. Arm I saw tape. that arm, yeah. and that tape was yeah. not gonna hold. I mean, that arm, thing. but that uh-huh. knee too, like that. Uh-huh. That always made me cringe. I'd like hold my knee, like. Oh, yeah, dude, all, like I mean, that's what's so great you, about like, both fuck. of the yeah. like both of these films and the violence is that you're just like oh, like you yeah. really feel it when it happens. It's not like um, you're not kind of like. Uh, you're not just like oh cool you're just sort of like oh that's awful like that's that doesn't yeah. like feel good yeah it makes you at. like squeamish at yeah at the times yeah and the practical violence in green room is fucking a plus i mean when emotion poots cuts up that dude's belly oh, dude, with that's a brutal a hey, box Justin, cutter she's- it, it it it's brutal because it, it, it feels real. I wanted to cut my it, belly. It just feels like real. Like it feels so real. Like just looking Darn. at it, the way it slices like oh, butter. Shit. Like just literally like yeah. from top to bottom. It's just yeah. like fuck. Is he alive? Cut his fucking belly. Boom. Yeah. And look, um, you know, I I think we can all agree that, you know, Emojin Poots is fantastic. Can't marry. Oh, just kidding. Sorry. She's wife. great. She she plays a great skinhead uh girl. Um Yeah. 
which is crazy that yeah that, some that girl women... that just caught up in the scene and doesn't know what she's really into it's crazy that women yeah. at that in that scene still have to be called skinheads because they have hair but you know that's a whole thing um so she is i guess a bad guy at first you're supposed to think because she's a skinhead so you're just like all right she's a racist too but she's just like in that group she's just caught up, caught up yeah know? i don't get it's that not same really she's feeling a skinhead yeah okay. i don't get that you know? same feeling as from these other just people. like the other girl the other woman that was gonna well, leave i mean with yeah, i was leaving yeah. racist, they were leaving they were yeah, leaving they're, yeah they're trying to get out of there cause yeah it was like what a, it was you guys think all skinheads are racist well obviously there's like skinheads who are just skinheads for the, the ones style. from europe are not racist they're not trying to be somewhat, racist yeah. no, I, but I mean, i'm yeah. saying these are like literally neo-nazis yeah. these yeah, aren't I'm skinheads just these are she like, probably wasn't like she's yeah. okay like you're in right movie she didn't seem yeah. like she was uh she just likes hardcore music sure like hanging out there okay <laughs> she's like yeah <laughs> yeah like she'd go out with the cholo for sure. Yeah. You think so? I think so too. That's true. Emojin Poots hit us up. <laughs> Let us know if you talked to a cholo. She would have cared about his Desert Island band if she was in a skin. <laughs> yeah, she would have. She yeah. would have cared if she was a chola. We but love that, cholas. But here. that made sense because she doesn't know this fucking guy. You know. Well, like, it's just funny because it's just like at that point, what does it matter? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Like at the end of the film, that's why she's like, like tell yeah, someone got... who gives a fuck. Right. Yeah. yeah it's at just this point. Dude, all the shit we went through. Who cares? Yeah, We're I gave done. a fuck about your other story, not your stupid fucking band. <laughs> like, all right, well, let's. Okay, so I think we cannot all agree that we, you know, we're into this film. We we all like Green Room. I think people. I think I don't know anyone who saw Green Green Room who didn't like it. Um, you know, I obviously haven't talked to everyone who's seen it, but the people that I know who aren't really into, um, you know, f- they don't watch films like this Cinema. all the time. They saw this and they're like, oh, like this is like a really like I don't I thought it was like oh like supposed to watch like some punks like I don't give a shit about punk rock I don't know anything about punk rock and it's like oh you don't have to you don't have to care about yeah the genre of that it's not about that it's mostly about you should be scared that uh, there's a bunch of fucking white supremacists because look this is a Halloween episode we're talking about scary things look yeah ghosts uh, vampires frankenstein the mummy uh wolfman yeah please give me that give me that but no no, no. i got I white supremacy <laughs> i have white supremacy an army of neo-nazis waiting outside yeah, to kill you I, what do you mean no, no i'd rather have the fucking wolfman one wolfman could take you out good i'd rather have to again i'd rather have to deal with a wolfman than fucking a bunch of neo-nazis that's what i'm saying nothing is all that just other shave shit, your head jordan you'll like, be all right like okay. please uh <laughs> please let my house be haunted i don't give a fuck but yeah, dude, like a bunch of Nazis, like in Portland, like in their own club where they're listening to aggressive music. That's scary. Whoa. That's frightening. Well, good yeah. thing we live in California. <laughs> That's scary. Aggressive music. I sure, love that. Mondo. That yes. is scary. Obviously, they're I know we're in Portland. I know they're we're fucking in no, the woods. No, they're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. They're as literally seen, in California. As we've seen, yes. There, there's literally some stand in California. down and stand by. <laughs> I think Mondo watched Green Room and he fucking got converted over here. <laughs> he was rooting for the wrong. That's how people. good the film was. Oh god, this who wants to kill punk rockers. That's crazy. Mondo's a neo-Nazi. Anyway, he he won't be on the pod anymore. He's done. <laughs> what do you want me to call him? <laughs> Give me a name. <laughs> Stand by, fucking Mondo. God. Fucking Ghost and Mr. Chicken over here. Yeah. I'm just saying, this is more. These movies are more frightening than any movie that we watch. Than any watched. paranormal because they, stuff. they're real. I mean, because we're gonna, we really so... have to deal with white people. <laughs> they're real, guys. No, they're, not... <laughs> they're real. 
it can happen. So we so, let in the sin. We voted so that's out. what I want to know. Like, what do you guys think? I've, I've pre- your, I presented uh, okay. some facts to you. I've you did. Presented you did. What you did. I think and why it should be in there. So why? All I right, mean, Mondo. Do since you, you don't feel? know what you're talking about, what do you think first? Because neo Nazis are real. I'm gonna let this film in. You don't, you guessed wrong. Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I can't. Like honestly, I can't think of anything that I'm rolling would, my eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're looking straight at me, so I didn't see any rolling. <laughs> so, anyways. Back to my point. Yeah, tell Go us what Mondo. you think. Tell, tell us me what, what you think. think. Yeah, okay. Please. So, yeah, I can't really... I mean, yeah, I watched this film. It was cool like and stuff like that. But I really can't think of any reason why it shouldn't be in the Criterion Collection. You know? It's yeah. a solid fucking like, genre piece. You know? Yeah. And done really well. It looks great. It's it's filmed great. The I mean, um, the acting top notch you know from all these people anton yelkin maybe from fucking arrested development uh <laughs> patrick stewart fucking uh uh neil from fuck or no his name's not neil the guy from fucking uh, the guy from uh scott pilgrim oh mark daniel mark you guys Weber? don't have to yeah. just name them <laughs> well i'm naming them the other guys from piggy blinders if you just want to know i don't watch that show, show. <laughs> see but anyway, yeah, I can't, I can't give a reason why, like, I it shouldn't be in the in the Criterion Collection, you know? Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of not, a lot of people didn't see this film. It made like half its budget back yeah. in theaters, and even coming out on Blu-ray and stuff like that, it's still kind of one of those films that's not talked about much, you know? Right. And yeah. if you presented it to someone, who's like, oh, I've never heard of it, you know? Right. It's on fucking Netflix right now. You can go yeah. watch it. Yeah, it is. You know, Netflix. But watch I mean, it. Yeah, it deserves that cool artwork. It deserves those supplements, you know, like, and the actor, I mean, the director, screenwriter's alive so he can talk about it and talk about those things. Unfortunately, Anton Yelkin is, you know, unfortunate passing. Rest in peace, man. You know, but, I mean, we can have a whole thing on him, you know, like how he's a great actor and he was going on to be a great actor. Yeah. So I let it in the cult. Hell yeah. That's what I want to hear. Jordan, we're going to listen to you last. Diego. You're oh, <laughs> damn. Not Demanding. Take it I like over. it. Take I it like over, it. I'm a little Take turned it on. All right. So I really wanted to argue this too, but everything I had to like ask you as to why you answered. Um, and I really have, I mean, I really have no argument for why not. Um, everything that Mondo said, I mean, this, this is one of my favorite films as well. I, I love watching. I've watched this film many, many times. I love the feeling I get from watching the film because it is kind of like anxi- it gets you anxious, but like in a good way, if that makes sense. I feel like it kind of gets you anxious in the same, uh, similar to Funny Games. We're like, dude, they're kind of doomed, man. Kind of, like, yeah. Most of them were, like, yeah. you know, like it's just yeah, kind of, yeah. Like right away when they first go uh, out to like, dude. let's fucking go guns blazing and yeah. Well, I mean, as soon as he goes out the window, you know, as soon as it said too, like, obviously in the beginning where where he go, uh, where he goes, uh, uh, you know, like the guy that they're staying with, it mentions that they're, you know, they're going to this neo-Nazi venue. Like, you're like, oh, well, what can happen? Only, only mayhem can happen, you know? But I mean, like I said, I have no argument for it. This is one of my favorite films. You have no argument against it. I mean, sorry, no argument against it why not to let it in so i'm gonna let it in as well that's what's up that's what can, i want to hear can i speak now Nacho? no jordan i want to thank you guys for listening <laughs> to criteria thanks no, for listening jordan, hey i up? fucking <laughs> own this podcast motherfucker. listen to me 
I don't give a shit how many votes it got. It's out. You're fucking out. Everybody's out. Uh, green room is uh, great. It's a, it's a, um, well, you know, oh, if, you think about it, if you if you think about uh, what oh, he does God. with the green, see, it takes place in a green room, but the lush green of the forest actually bounces off the actors' faces, and you can see the green in everything they do. And again, what is the opposite of green? Red. Red. There's red. red. There's nothing but blood. And uh, yeah, so I mean, we've already said how great this film is. We've talked about how good the director is, how good all the acting was. Um, I think it's just, uh, it's also just a great, uh, in terms of this holiday season, we're talking about horror films, uh, get together with your friends and throw on funny games and, and, and uh, green room. Well, it's, you'll it, have a great time. It, it's one of the Do most it. depressing great times you'll ever have because you're seeing people suffer, but it's not you suffering. Mm. And uh, why wouldn't you want to see that? Especially if it's like done in a cool way, because mm-hmm. they're both done expertly, uh, the way they're filmed, the way they're acted. Uh, the way they're written, they're tight scripts, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they both deserve to be celebrated. And you're right; I mean, Green Room just needs all the special features. It needs all the artwork. It needs everything. We just need to. Uh, we just need more people to talk about it. So yeah. it's in Green Room's in. Yeah, that's what's up. You got it in. Ain't rights are yeah. in. Hell yeah! Thanks for bringing these movies to the <clears throat> pod, dude, dude. They're fucking fucking great movies. They're good movies. Yeah, yeah they're both really good. Again, I think they're. Uh, I think it's. It, it, you know, it's a hard double feature. Uh, if you, you know, it's a little miserable You'll have to post-traumatic sit through. Traumatic yeah. stress after watching. But again, I, you know, I like to, I like to sit down and watch. I watch shit like this. It, it gets me excited. I feel happy when I watch things like this. These are good movies. Yeah. And it's not because of the content necessarily. It's the craft behind it. It's all that stuff. It really just gets you excited to see something like, oh, it's done in an expert way. So, yeah, everyone, check these out. Yeah. Uh, green room funny games that's what's cracking (laughs) thank you guys for listening to the criterion cult please 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 follow us online we are on instagram at criterion cult pod and on twitter we are at criterion cult and also i'd like to give a shout out to janet from adorkable pins um, just a bunch of cool, Ooh, different shout out. some spooky pins. Yeah, I mean if you like just different stuff. Season. They yeah, do, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they do like Star. She does Star Wars, horror, Stranger uh, Things. Jurassic Park, just a bunch of different stuff. Yep. She's great. Follow her on Instagram at Adorkable Pins on Instagram. Shout out! Thank you guys for listening again. I'm Jordan Garcia. Follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram and at Jody Foster Army on Letterbox. Again, I know those are dumb names, but I was young when I did that. <laughs> We've all made mistakes. That's Jordan. Um Nacho, uh you can follow me on Instagram at he's off the map. I have a Twitter but I don't remember the name. I'll put that out later. <laughs> uh this is the demon. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr Beast eighty eight. Uh that's all I got. And follow us at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Criterion yes, Cult. Yeah. Subscribe to us, rate us, whatever you think you feel like you should. Yeah, we're not. We want five stars, but if you don't feel that, let us know why you don't feel that. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Next episode, we are doing M, which is on the Criterion Collection. Fritz Lang's is M. These are my picks, and then we're doing David Fincher's Zodiac. Yes, so if you sir. want to watch those and follow Ooh. along again, please let us know what you think of our picks. Thank you guys so much for listening. Ooh. Have a good one. Have a great Halloween. Get out there and vote.